the spending package that neither side seems to want to budge on. It's it's just as if they just can't get past this partisan nonsense and it's just frustrating to the American people that are really losing everything in the process. Oh. Frustrating. Very frustrating. Yeah, my husband just found out Friday his place of work is closing down for the next two weeks, which wow. means he's being forced to use his vacation time instead of like long-term disability or right. sick time. He's got to burn up vacation time if he wants a paycheck. So many people out there were very personally uh, affected by this, and that's just one of those stories. And it's it's something that each one of us, and we're going to talk with someone this morning at 9 o'clock. I have a, friend, I have a few friends that are in the medical field, and I'm going to talk with a friend that's a nurse. She's actually working today, the hours. So as we're seeing people be furloughed, laid off, sent home, whatever, how, whatever nice way you want to put it. And there is a lot of questions about whether or not they are ever going to have an income again or if businesses will be open once this is over. There are some industries that are going at a, at a crazy pace. The trucking industry and the help here in Arizona with the National Guard. But at 9 o'clock, so in about 45 minutes from right now, we're going to talk with a woman named Tina who was a nurse here in the Valley, also a teacher, a nur- teaches nursing, and uh, the difficulties of being in the medical field. There are actually some people, medical professionals, that have left their families because they're afraid they may get exposed or contract COVID-19 and pass it along to family members. So there's a lot of sacrifice happening everywhere. So that's going to happen in just a little while. The numbers are staggering, 152 cases, and I'm sure that number is going to go up here in Arizona that have been we now know that they are that has been the verified number for Arizona. Two deaths. The first death in Arizona um, turned out to be a city employee with the aviation department. And the, the employees, people, co-workers had no idea until after this person had died that it was COVID-19. So it's affecting all of us. Watching with a lot of um, uh, just watching everybody this weekend, watching uh, the the governor of New York, Cuomo, just unload. And we're going to talk about that in just a little while. Kirsten Cinema very upset with uh, Rand Paul and not for political reasons. Megan McCain was scheduled to be with us today. We're hoping to get her back on tomorrow. Uh, she's in New York and what's happening there. So we're, there's so many different angles to discuss about COVID-19. The numbers here in Arizona have jumped as we were told they were going to. Testing is becoming more um, available and it is becoming faster. There are tests now that you can get the results in 45 minutes. It's a swab test. It's not as invasive as the tests were before. And they were getting the results more quickly, which is one of the reasons for the spike. Talking about flattening the curve, we know that we are going to see a rise. What they're looking for is at the end of the two-week period, at the end of the 15-day period the president talked about, is a look at what the expectations are. One of the things where it's an advantage for us is watching the spread, watching it go from China into Europe and watching Italy very closely because Italy was not able to, whether it was lack of information, lack of infrastructure, they weren't able to uh, slow down the progress of the virus fast enough. They got overwhelmed. We were we as a nation have been trying to get in front of this, which is let's do some of the things preemptive as opposed to doing them after we're overwhelmed with something. So we don't know. Arizona does not have a shelter in place order, but there are states around the country where now it's about sheltering in place. The staggering number when you look at New York, 
compared to Arizona. It's one of the reasons why the president said we're not going to send out a blanket shelter in place order because there are some parts of the country that are not dealing with this in such a bad way. That's why they're asking people do these things now so that it doesn't happen there. We heard that the Navajo Nation now is going to have a shelter in place order because they have seen a huge spike on the Navajo Nation. So, you know, again, being a sovereign nation, they they have a set of rules that they can create and live by. And so we're watching them and we're going to watch and see how they are able to stop. Um, and it is for me, it is watching the numbers in Arizona grow and the, the way people are dealing with it. This weekend, I was out. I went to the grocery store. And I'm shocked at how real the jokes are. The reason why they're funny is they're true. So I went to a, a Fry's grocery store. It's at the corner of 44th Street and Thomas. And uh, there is um, very friendly people there. It was there in the morning. There wasn't a lot going. I mean, it was, seemed like a normal weekend morning. And... There was nobody pushing and shoving. There was no racing around. All of the shelves were stocked. I was amazed. Produce was full. Now, low on soup, low on sugar and flour, those kind of canned goods were very low. Makes sense. But everything else was full. Meat department was full. Produce was full. Milk, cheese, eggs, all of that full. Walked through the store, and it seemed like a normal weekend in a grocery store. I walked down the paper goods aisle. There was not a roll of toilet paper. There wasn't a roll of paper towels. There weren't any baby wipes. There was nothing in that regard. I mean, an entire grocery store aisle completely empty. And it was the only place in the store that was empty. So if you're if you are a psychologist out there, I would love for you to email me or call us and tell us what is it in the human psyche that we walk past bread and milk and eggs and meat and we hoard toilet paper and paper towels. It, everybody says it's a joke. It's no joke. They're gone. There's nothing on the shelf. And Costco this weekend, I saw a Costco store had a sign up, maybe they all are, that said uh, no returns. You can't return paper goods. You can't return. And they said, we, we appreciate your understanding. And that's the way it should be. If you're going to hoard things in time of need, and then when the problem is gone, you want to take it back to the store and think they're going to give you your money back. Well, first of all, you're not being a very good neighbor. You're, I think you're being a, you are overreacting, and then you don't want to have to pay for it. There was a couple in a story, not in Arizona, that was very upset because they weren't allowed to buy like 88 cases of um, soda. And they're limiting things for people because people are hoarding the most ridiculous items. And I don't understand um, the mindset. So many of us have been um, become better neighbors. My neighbor next door, um, great guy, great young couple moved in next door to me and they were going to Costco on the weekend, just sent me a text and said, hey, do you need anything? We have neighbors on the other side of me that are an elderly couple, and people have asked them, other neighbors, myself included, have asked them, hey, if we go out, do you want us to pick something up for you? Because they're in a high-risk category. That seems to be more uh, like how we react. But when you look at the spike in cases that a week ago at this time, we had, I think, 12 confirmed cases in Arizona or somewhere in that neighborhood, and now we're at 152 
people need to understand that those numbers are rising because of better testing. We are getting a better handle on what's actually out there. And if you look at the real numbers, we still have, and everybody keeps saying this, but it doesn't seem to be getting through, that we still have, you still have an immensely low chance of getting this, especially if you follow the guidelines. If we can keep these numbers low in Arizona with some social distancing, then we have a really good chance of nipping this in the bud. But we're not. You look around at some of the things that are happening, and that's what I want. we're going to talk about next is the people that are ignoring the requests. The case in Florida where there are now five University of Tampa students that returned from spring break testing positive for COVID-19. Now, obviously, for HIPAA law reasons, they're not going to name the students but or where they went for spring break, which that's the part I don't understand is tell us where they were. We all should at least know that. But whether it's the beaches in Florida or California or it's the hiking trails in Arizona, one of the things that we're seeing is that although social distancing is being required because businesses are closing down, people are afraid about their livelihood. And maybe they should be. Well, no, they definitely should be. We are seeing more people following the requests and the guidelines. There are some people that just aren't. And are those people endangering the rest of us? Because in a moment, Cuomo from New York and the things that he said really, really have um, have shaken people in one part of their lives and others are completely ignorant of the whole thing. So in a moment, why is Kirsten Cinema upset with Rand Paul if you haven't heard the story? I think she's got a point of what happened. And is it being irresponsible to your fellow senators or the people around you to do what Rand Paul did? So that's part of what we're going to talk about in a few moments. And how does it affect us here in Arizona? We'll get to it in just a few. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Hey, thanks so much for being here. Happy Monday. Um, so much happening. We're going to we are trying to reach out and get some people on the air from the Congress to talk to us about what's happening with a stimulus package that can stabilize America's economy. We are seeing the Dow down um, below 19,000, now approaching 18,000, lowest level it's been at since 2016. And we've got to do something to stabilize this. We can do the political blame game all we want. In the end, we want to find out what the answers are. I have my own opinions about that. But we're getting on that. We promise you we're going to get you answers as quickly as we can and get someone on the air to talk about it. Um, now we know people are angry. Kirsten Cinema, senator from Arizona, very upset with Rand Paul because he attended the Senate gym and swam in the pool while awaiting his COVID-19 test results that came back positive. Cinema said, I've never commented about a fellow senator's choices or actions, never once. This America is absolutely irresponsible. You cannot be near other people while waiting for coronavirus test results. It endangers others and likely increases the spread of the virus. So Senator uh, Jerry Moran, who's a Republican from Kansas, re- uh, reportedly told colleagues during a Senate Republican lunch Sunday that Paul had gone to the gym and swam Sunday morning, which was also when he received his COVID-19 test results. Over the weekend, Governor Cuomo in New York 
was very critical of New Yorkers. He was doing a press conference for New Yorkers, but it was carried nationally. I saw it on a national broadcast. He was talking about the irresponsibility of people gathering the way they were. Here's what he said. I was in these parks. You would not know that anything was going on. This is just a mistake. It's insensitive. It's arrogant. It's self-destructive. It's disrespectful to other people. And it has to stop and it has to stop now. We heard, uh, I don't know if you've been, if you follow, but uh, Megan McCain and I are, are fairly close friends. And I've known, Megan and I became friends when her father was sick. And um, Senator McCain was very good to me. I was friends with Senator McCain. And and uh, through our political differences on things, he was he always treated me like a peer. He was very, very good to me and was, a, was almost like a father figure to me. And um, outside of any differences we had politically, he was very good to me. And so was that family. And when he was when he was ill, when he was diagnosed and then as his is his uh, illness progressed, Megan and I became very close because she was my liaison to the family. And she spoke out in no uncertain terms over the weekend. She is in New York, ground zero where this is happening. And she is um, I don't know that there's anybody else that is more passionately about the state of Arizona. She is in New York. That's where she lives. That's where she works. But she's an Arizona girl and was emphatic. And she was angry and had a video that she put out that had some pretty salty language about people in Arizona listening to what is being said. Because in New York, they are there are more cases in New York than anywhere. Over 40 percent of American cases are in New York and watching other places where it can be slowed. She was emphatic about saying, knock it off, do what you're being asked. The parks here with Papago Park in in the valley packed people walking shoulder to shoulder, hiking the trails. I don't understand. This is the mixed message. I don't understand. I, we are we're not working. We are uh, taking necessary precautions. We are sheltering in place. I had friends over on the weekend. Um, and, uh, you know, so we were in small groups. We're not out in other places. And if anybody I knew was symptomatic, they'd isolate themselves. They would try to get tested. I don't understand how in one hand we don't work. But we go to the grocery store and we stand in line as close together as we possibly can, maybe separated by a cart. That's a couple of feet. But we're packed in like sardines in those lines. We do takeout only. And some of the restaurants that are doing takeout only are lined up and packed in the lobby waiting for food. I ordered and I I still think I still believe in supporting local and there is a great chinese restaurant near where i live uh called autumn court and it's a great place they have great food uh been getting their food delivered for years so i this weekend i decided i I was going to order from them i was going to support a local business family-owned business and so i did but instead of asking them to deliver it because they're overwhelmed with deliveries i just said i'll go and pick it up it's not far from my house so i drove there 
They had the door open to the side of the building. Nobody went inside. They either came to your vehicle and brought the food out to you, or you could stand on the sidewalk, but everybody kept a safe distance. Everybody was polite. They had a system in place where you can't go inside and eat, but then everybody congregates in one place shoulder to shoulder. It doesn't make any sense. It's a mixed message. Which is it? Is this so incredibly dangerous that we have to um, we have to segregate and shut down? Or is it okay to do these kinds of things? I, I don't understand the mixed message. And when you look at um, the way people have been behaving, and you look at um, Rand Paul, I, I have to agree to some extent. If you are being tested either because of exposure or you're being tested because of symptoms, you shouldn't be congregating with people until your test results come in. I mean, that seems like common sense to me. Coming up in a moment, we're going to, of course, do the uh, poll question of the day with Gatos. But we're also going to talk about something um, about the new hotline in Arizona for people that are concerned about COVID-19. We'll get to that in a moment. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, back to the normal schedule. Gatos, what do you got for us? Hey, Mike, uh, here's my uh, PQ. Did Arizonans practice good or bad social distancing this weekend? So I'm asking people to give a grade. What grade would you give the people, you know, of the state? A, B, C, D, or F? So um, I'm, uh, I'm looking at it right now, and 40% are giving uh, Arizonans a C. Okay. And I know that we saw a lot of pictures out there with people climbing over each other, you know, on mountains or hiking trails and what have you. Um, other than that, at least what I experienced, because my wife and I went out for a walk yesterday, um, people were pretty good. People were not right on top of each other. Um, that, at least in my neighborhood, it didn't seem like it was, it was, it was terrible. So I, I don't know. I don't know how people are hiking and, you know, there's 40 people in a line. I, I don't understand that. Uh, we're, it's stupid. Well, is this, a cl- is this a class grade? I mean, is everybody in the class graded as a whole? Or can we break it up? Because I think most people in Arizona are a B plus. The ones that are dragging that grade down are the ones that get a solid F for like you're talking about. Crowded hiking trails and the, just the, the almost insensitivity or ignorance to any of the issues. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you could break it down, but I mean, I don't know. I I think I think we're all in it together. If if we've got a portion of people who don't care about social distancing, you know, it's going to affect all of us. Here's the other thing. I read an article over the weekend, um, and I don't I don't know. This is what it said: the term social distancing. Uh, people don't. Some people don't get it. It's it's a weird term. It's a new term. Uh, it does. It's not specific. What does social distancing mean? That's not really specific. If you had told me, hey, you know, before this pandemic, social distancing, what do you think it is? I don't know. I don't know. So they might actually change the, the wording on this kind of stuff. But how uh, seriously are we taking it? How seriously are we taking it if the wording is what's doing it? You know, I went to the bank right. on I went to the bank on Friday um, I, and yeah. I bank at Wells Fargo and they had X's on the floor that were six feet apart to sh- kind of show people the six feet marker. And most of the people did exactly that. And then a guy walked yeah. in behind me and stood right behind me. And I looked oh. at him. 
and I thought, you see the X's on the floor. You know, I didn't say anything, but I thought it's just one of those things. It's not a big deal. It's just that there are some people that just aren't even thinking. Yeah, I think we got to start thinking about that, and hopefully people are going to get the message, you know, more and more to stay away from everybody, stay at least six feet away. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. The, the, the hiking trails were, were – my wife went hiking, and she's not – she's you know, she went hiking. I don't – you know, I don't hike. She went hiking on Saturday or whatever, and, you know, she's staying away from people. It's really not that hard. Yeah, I don't I – don't, I'm not a hiker either. It's not my – uh, form of exercise. I'm oh, talking. I hate it. This. Um, what do you think of this new two one one hotline? I, I, I think anytime you can give people access to information, anyway, it's a good thing. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I saw that Ducey did that yesterday. Um, it can't hurt. I, you know, I think a lot of people have questions. Here's here's a question I have, and I just texted a doctor friend of mine, and maybe the two one one could give you this information. Should we be washing our clothes every day? I don't know the answer to that. Like, if I let's say, let's say, you know, does the coronavirus live on your jeans? I, I don't. I don't wash my jeans every day. I don't wash my jeans every couple of weeks at all. I, nobody really does that. <laughs> should I be? Should I be doing that? Right? I, 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 should, like, should I not rewear the shirt? Usually, I don't do that. But like, you know, it's that kind of stuff. Like, if you wear a pair of pants, are you supposed to wash it when you get home? Yeah, because you, it's is, airborne. Is it, is it a bad idea to sit down on your couch? with the pants and wore to work. I don't know. That's a great question because it's airborne. We know when it lives in the air for a while and it lives on surfaces. Um, it's a great question. Gatos, as always, it's good talking with you. And uh, I'm glad I'm glad you're healthy, you know? All right. You too, Mike. All right, thanks. That's Gatos. And the Big Q poll question of the day is brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. And you go to KTAR.com, you can weigh in on the question. But going to KTAR.com slash coronavirus, I will be honest with you. It's not just because I work here. There is not a better team of people working on getting you the up-to-minute information both locally, internationally, and nationally than this team here at KTAR. Do yourself a favor and go to KTAR.com slash coronavirus or download the KTAR news app whenever there's an update by the governor, an update by the president, there are updated numbers, it's out there and you get it, you will get it firsthand. And it truly is the best way to keep yourself informed. And information right now is gold. This 211 coronavirus hotline, uh, it was financed by a $2 million grant from the Department of Economic Security. It's both in Spanish and English. And it says, as we continue to combat the COVID-19 in Arizona, we want to ensure the public has access to the resources they need to stay safe and healthy. That was a quote from Governor Ducey. With this hotline launch, Arizonans can get important COVID-19 related information in English and Spanish by simply dialing 211. Information right now is gold, and we are hearing numbers updated daily. Information and recommendations are changing. We are seeing good and bad all over the world. It looks like China's turned a corner. It looks like we are seeing Italy possibly turning a corner. And there's a lot of the world that is saying what America has done could very possibly stop this and slow down its progress very, very quickly. So are we doing the right thing? Just after nine o'clock, I'm talking with a nurse. Her name is Tina. She's working here in the Valley. We're going to talk about what people in the medical industry are dealing with and what they are seeing, how it's changing them. We'll talk to somebody on the front lines. We'll do that next. 